Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you today as we continue along in the Gospels. We're in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter 5. I hope you turn in your Bible and we take a look at it because today we're going to continue on with Jesus as he's really given his disciples, as he's speaking to his disciples, a real good education on what God's intent of the Word of God meant. And today we're speaking on what you might consider a very difficult situation in a lot of people's mind. I particularly don't think it is being difficult because Jesus was a straight shooter. He just spoke a truth to us. And as we look at it, we the problem is when people try to start twisting the words of Jesus. Today we're in verse number 31, and we're talking about divorcement. You know, it's a tragedy. I always think it's a tragedy when anybody, you know, files for a divorce. I like to think that if I have an opportunity to talk to somebody or to a couple and talk to them about Jesus, then the divorce doesn't have to happen. It truly doesn't have to happen if we give God an opportunity. But the fact is, in the reality, this fact, divorce do happen. And so Jesus addressed the issue. And as you study the Bible, and that's the beauty of, of studying the Bible and teaching the Bible verse by verse through Genesis through Revelation, you're to cover every topic that deals with mankind. And today it's divorce. In verse 31, we read, Now you've heard that as it has been said, Whosoever should put away his wife, let him give her a writing of divorcement. Like I mentioned, this is a sticky issue. See, under the law, God declared that if a man found an uncleanness in his wife back in Deuteronomy, he could give her a writing of a divorcement. And a divorce for the man was very easy. He All he had to do is write it on a piece of paper, I divorce you, and hand it to her. In fact, the Bedouins, they had it much easier yet. They, these guys who lived in the tent as they would travel from place to place he didn't have to write it out. He would just simply say, I divorce you, I divorce you, I divorce you. And three times uh, it, it was final. And out of the tent, the woman would leave. The wife would leave. See, women didn't really have any rights in that society. That's why the dowry before marriage, that was their alimony, really the alimony in advance. They kicked you out. You could go home, back to your dad. You can keep the dowry, and he'll take care of you, really what they're saying. And, and, and so if you find an uncleanness, but if you see, it, it, as you see in Deuteronomy, it really doesn't define the uncleanness. So they began to define what uncleanness meant. And there was really two basic schools of thoughts. One, of course, was a moral uncleanness. When you marry her, you find out she wasn't a virgin, you could divorce her. And that was one school of thought. The, the other was uncleanness. If she doesn't fix your breakfast the way you like, she doesn't bake the bread the way you like it, or, or any trivial thing, if you just got tired of her, you could just simply give her a writing of divorce. Or the men certainly had the upper hand during that time. And it's so tragic that when you think back on how men could be so cruel to other men and, you know, taking them as slavery, but all, equally how cruel they were to women. 
It really wasn't until Christianity took root where Paul even writes in Ephesians chapter in the book of Ephesians concerning marriage and relationship that husbands should love their wives as Christ so loved the church. See, God's design for a marriage was never to be divorced. In verse 32, he says, And I say to you that whosoever shall put away his wife, uh, saving for the cause of fornication, he does make that one exception. He causes her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced commits adultery. When we get further on in Matthew, Jesus will amplify this teaching on divorce. And, and we will at that point, we will spend a little time, more time talking about it. But you can see three times, it, three times this is not allowed it, where he speaks about divorce, where he's emphasizing how they misinterpreted the law. Could you, the liberal society was, you know, if you wanted a divorce, you could get a divorce for any reason. I think it's so so sad what people do when they just want to continue in their own lust, their own means, their own selfishness, rather than to turn into God. And I pray for the marriages, and I pray that you, that we all of us, we pray for the marriages because I believe they're underneath attack right now. Your marriage is a witness of God to your neighborhood, to your family, to your children. And maybe you are having disagreements. Maybe you are having problems. The beauty is, is that you're not walking alone as husband and wife. God has given you the Holy Spirit. He's given you a helper to allow you to enjoy life like it's never, ever been enjoyed before. I believe if you surrender your marriage and your life over to the Lord this day, God will make your marriage better than it's ever been before. Wouldn't you like that? Huh. There was once a, a, a day I was working out in Ontario, and I was that's inland for those who don't, um, out there by the airport there in, in Ontario, those who don't live here in Southern California, I was living by the coast. Ontario is kind of inland and off a ways. It would take me about an hour, 20 minutes to drive to work. And I was building a factory out there quite a few years ago. And as I was driving out, we used to, I used to take this side road that would take you through a little bit of country. There wasn't much country, but there were some dairy farms out there. And as I was driving out there, and I was always amazed as I would see not only the, the cattle out there grazing, but I would see these beautiful show horses that they would have out there as they would be prancing around early in the morning, waking up and feeling good. And then I would see other ones just kind of grazing and eating. But I was always amazed by these couple horses who weren't satisfied with this great feed that they had in their own fenced-in area, but they thought the feed in the other fenced-in area was better than what they had even that, that they had plenty enough of. So I would see them stretching their neck as far as they could. They would stick their heads through the, the corral area, through the fences, and try to you know, eat any grass that was out there. Isn't it so sad what Satan tried to allure, uh, tried to, uh, allure us to? To think that, you know, if you just go be with another woman, it's going to be better than what you have. Or if you go be with another man, it's going to be better than what you have. That's a lie of Satan. 
you know how many people have known when they got remarried and they scratched their head and they said what in the, what in the world was i thinking getting in this mess i would encourage you each and every day to take your marriage to god in prayer to pray for your husband to pray for your wife and to humbly learn just to to love them to care for them as god has loved you there's one day for those who all of us have been called in the ministry and all of us no matter who you are god has given us ministry to do it, it came to me and as, as i was talking to my wife i i really was saying you know what if i don't have real ministry here at home if i'm not loving my wife then really what do i have outside the doors isn't what they that what they call a hypocrite and so once again, it was reminded to me the importance for me to love and to cherish my wife, which I do. I believe God has given me the best wife on the face of the earth. And I think that's something that each one of us Christian men should echo. And we should learn just to love our wives and to carry, care for them. And I pray, and I pray that as we go through the Word of God each and every day, then each and every one of us would be strengthened. Each and every one of us would be strengthened to do the things that God has given us to do. And so let me pray for you. Let us pray together for the marriages. Father, I do want to commit the, those who would listen in today. I pray that you would put this beautiful hedge of protection about their lives. They, we know that Satan would like to pull the rug out from underneath them to bring in discouragement, to bring in despair. But I also know that you want to give their marriages life and blessings of just having fellowship with each other and just knowing the love of God like nobody else can know that God has so designed between a husband and a wife. Lord, I pray that you'd bless even this day the marriages in Jesus' name. Amen. And so until next time, this is Pastor Terry. May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box, 4023 Huntington Beach, California 92647 May God richly bless you.